Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Divi Chat. It is Tuesday, May 24th. Today is WordPress 6.0 day. Woohoo! Yeah. Celebrate. Ooh. Does anybody know what that means, even? Has anybody looked at it? We're going to talk about it today. We're going to see what it means and what this whole full set editing thing is about and if that impacts us as Divi users. Uh, before we dive into this topic, let's go around and meet today's panel. Eric, we'll start with you and we'll go in a circle. All right, sounds good. So yeah, my name's Eric. I'm still currently in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, we'll be leaving here though at the end of June for the next part of our journeys, which it will be taking us to Lima, Peru. So very excited about that. Um, and uh, really excited uh, about this uh, topic. So yeah. Awesome. Hey everybody, Tim Streifler here. I'm broadcasting from San Clemente, California. And you can find me online at divilife.com, where I have all my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, and tutorials, and wpgears.com, uh, where I have the uh, WP the podcast with my colleague David Blackman, as well as a couple WordPress and Divi courses over there. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't really pay close attention to big WordPress updates because when you're a Divi user, like, <laughs> or, or you're in a big page builder community, what that page builder or theme does is kind of more impactful than WordPress itself. Um, however, I did, uh, talking about WP the podcast, I did do an episode on WordPress 6.0, but I'll be honest, I basically just uh, kind of followed the lead of WP Beginner. So I'm going to have that article open because they did a really great job and so and i mentioned that in the episode like hey i'm just going through this article so <laughs> um, yeah. hey everyone sarah oates here from endure web studios uh, you can catch me at endure.com.au or endure web on the socials this week i built my first um online course. So we did a course topic <gasps> a couple of weeks ago. And that was mostly because I kind of got that ball rolling in terms of me saying, help, I have to do a course quickly. What should I use? And everyone <laughs> said, well, a lot of people said to use that one. Anyway, so we had a topic, go back and look at it because it was really inspiring. I, I found it a really inspiring chat in terms of like, should I be like adding some courses and that idea of like, you can have a course that has one video. Like, I guess I could do that. Anyway, I didn't do it on my own website, but I did for a client. It was very scary. I realized that there should actually be a course about how to make courses. Maybe I'll make one, <laughs> but I did it and I felt inspired so by that mean. and I got through it. And in the end, it actually so wasn't meta. as hard as I feared. And, you know, so anyway, that was my big victory. I also had three sites go live this week. I have had the most insane week. What a but week. This week Sheesh. is a better week, which is great. And that, great uh, that episode, by the way, is episode 241, Creating Online Courses in Divi with our good friend Chris Badgett, who is the founder of Lifter LMS. I don't believe you yeah, mentioned sorry. that when you just said that. Yeah, so Lifter LMS. And he so gave, it, he gave it, um, code in that episode. So go watch the episode. <gasps> he he did. gives a code. So that you guys can get a discount as well, yeah. which I did use that discount. So thanks. Great. Awesome. Yeah. There's nuggets in those old episodes, isn't there? Mm -hmm. There is. Talking of nuggets, this Friday sees oh, the boy. return of Star, another <laughs> Star Wars spinoff. And at Web Design Pro, we know how you sometimes have a bad feeling about your website. How your site has become more general grievous when it should be more Master Yoda. <laughs> We've learned how to turn sites from the dark side through innovative design. 
In the Jedi Order, we want your sight to be in the light, seen by all the search engines it must. As webmasters, we have helped Jedi Masters for years. My name's Mike Devitt, and I wish our company will be the Obi-Wan choice you make for your next build. <laughs> may the 27th be with you. Oh, may the... <laughs> the what? The 27th? Yeah, that's because it's the new Star Wars this Friday. It's on the May the oh, 27th. So. But I feel like you missed an opportunity for May the 24th be with you. I could have done that, but anyway, anyway, forget <laughs> it. It's not coming out. Forget on the it. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. Mike, I would like to request a Jurassic Park intro. Okay. Just saying. There's the oh, new Jurassic <laughs> Park movie coming out. Okay. I feel like that, that would be a fun week? little challenge for you. I, I could don't have know. Done a They'll be requests in the chat that'll start. I know. Yeah. Of course. Why not? Uh, it's our show. We can do what we want, Eric. That's right. Um, I'm Stephanie Hudson. I'm here repping Focus WP as always, where we help you to scale and grow your business by having an instant team of creatives and geeks to add on to your business so that you can get it all done, make more money doing less. So let's talk about FSE. Yeah, you know me. Who knows what FSE stands for? In the chat, do you guys know? Yeah, it's a delay, so that's going to be a slow response. <laughs> it means full site editing. And this is this is a big deal. Uh, it's does it feel like a big deal to us? Kind of like what Tim was saying that yeah. we're so, we're so divified that it doesn't, but you know, no, everything we do we're living the divvy life. Mm -hmm. Everything we do, though, is based on WordPress, right? So it does make sense for us to pay attention to these developments as they're coming down the pipe. Now, the interesting thing about WordPress 6.0 is that it feels like a much smaller release than 5.9 was. Like 5.9 yeah. had a bunch of big stuff. 5.9 was yeah. right after um, State of the Word, wasn't it? What did I say? 5.8. Haha, <laughs> you're hilarious. It was right around, it was not long after State of the Word. And so there was like yeah. all kind of big so, things. Remember, we got gradients or whatever it was. It was like that big, it was kind of a joke. So with WordPress updates, they announced a few years back that they they don't release features or they don't make the 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 big number releases any more special than the minor number releases. So 5.9 and 6.0 in terms of like the release schedule, it's just the next one in line. And so yeah. they don't, 6.0 isn't a bigger release, even though it sounds like it is. However, with Divi, uh, 4.0 yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, and 5.0. So those are like yeah. big major releases. And then yeah. the, uh, the, the point, you know, 1.2.3, those are feature releases. And then the points after that are bug fixes. And so Divi has like a specific way of doing it, which to me makes a lot of sense. So that way when Divi 5.0 comes out, it's like, oh, wow, that's a huge update that deserves to be 5.0. With WordPress, it's just, and they just kind of release them yeah. in number order, regardless just, of how so big So when do is. they kick it over to the next one? Does it just go to nine and then it switches over? Mm -hmm. Like it'll just be 6.1234567789 so. and then seven? Yeah. Yep. So weird, believe, right? Yeah. I don't really get that. Like, isn't it just standard programming that it's the way that he does it? Anyway, whatever. Whatever, Matt Mullenweg. You can do what you want. Because that's <laughs> your ask, show. We can ask him. We can ask him next week, Steph. 
Oh yeah, we can. We're going to be hanging out at WordCamp Europe, Mike and I, and Eric, shockingly, won't be in Europe. <laughs> or will he be in Europe and find the right country? Like, it's, what are the chances? Um, so, okay, so what happened, what's been happening, just to catch everybody up a bit, is Gutenberg, right? Gutenberg came out version five, which version five, do you guys remember that was a big one and they launched it. I was actually sitting with Tim Streifler at WordCamp US and we were about to watch the state of the word. It was right yeah. around like that time of day and they released a huge update to WordPress at WordCamp US, like everyone is away from their desk. We're all at a conference and everybody's like, what is happening? Why? <laughs> had a whole bunch of issues. Roll back, roll back. Yeah, because it was a it was a biggie that time. So yeah. this is like Gutenberg. I'm not sure if that was the first one with Gutenberg or not. I, I don't, I'm not good with keeping track of the numbers and everything. But Gutenberg is the new WordPress editor. So like the classic editor, the tiny MCE or whatever, like all of those things. If you ever go onto your site and it looks completely different, just in the back end, not in your Divi interface or anything like that, it, that's Gutenberg. And now they're coming along with full site editing, which is taking Gutenberg, which is built on blocks. So kind of how we would use modules or rows or sections. It's got yeah. blocks. And then those blocks now can also um, control things in the header and footer and the widgets. If this sounds familiar to you and like not very shocking, it's because we have had these things in Divi for quite some time. And not just Divi, all of the page builders basically do this. And what full site editing does, the change that you will see is um, in the WordPress admin section, instead of seeing um, customizer, the customizer is going away and it's yeah. going to be, um, what is it called? And widgets are going away and it's just going to be site editing, I think is what it's called. Editor, I can't yeah. remember the right word. Yeah. Site editor. Yeah. And that's where you can use these blocks to customize the header and footer and all of that. So is that new? Yes. Is it cool? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it seems like Divi, Beaver Builder, Elementor, all of these things sort of came to be because this was a needed thing, right? Like, yeah, if this had already existed, we wouldn't have any of these builders. So the next question yeah, I, then is, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I just want to say, I think Beaver Builder was the first to come out with it, if I'm not mistaken. With uh, I know, yeah, they, they called it, yeah. a be, they called it, or they, it's still called this, I believe, and it's Beaver a separate add-on, Beaver Themer. Yeah. yeah, they were the first ones to do it before Element, I think Elementor was next, and then, and then Divi. And we were uh, waiting, 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 like, should we jump ship? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, it. it is a game changer. So it's, it's like, it is. For, it, WordPress is. one of full set editing, is it a game changer? It is if you're using Gutenberg. If you're using something yes. else, like such Absolutely. as a page builder that already has it, well, then it's you know it's business as usual. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends um, on the. I think it depends on uh, <clears throat> where you're at with your uh, WordPress design business. If some yeah. some designers can't help being in a situation where somebody comes to them and said, "I've got a WordPress website. Can you help me with that?" And then the first thing you go and do is you say, "What's your domain name?" You go in. And you see if it's Divi, and then you go, yes. <laughs> and then sometimes you see that it's not Divi, and it's been built 
with something else. It's been built a different way. And I think this is what um, just, you know, um, sort of endorsing what um, Steph said earlier about really needing to understand the entire WordPress system rather than, yes, we, we were all using Divi and we've got Divi sitting on top of it. But if you understand what's going on at the heart of WordPress, then that's going to help you um, deal with any potential customer that comes along because every experience in WordPress is going to enhance your experience of being able to deal with any situation that comes along. Not all, because some things just whatever for whatever reason you, you've not experienced, you've not had, not been exposed to that before. But if you've got a good understanding of what's happening at WordPress core, then you've got a, a chance of being able to help and solve problems for people, despite all, whether you, like, you're ambivalent about it or not. I think they're all a bit different to each other. So like recently I had to edit a um, Elementor site. Elementor, like we've always said, like whatever you pick Elementor or Divi, I know we kind of don't technically on here, but like Elementor or Divi, they're kind of like just as good as each other when it really comes down to it. It's about choosing one and sticking with it because you get to know it and you get to learn it really fast and you know all of like the tricks and all of the good parts and all the bad parts and it's easy to use. But when I had to edit with Elementor... <laughs> I was lost. I was so It's so like lost. typing with mittens on. It's so frustrating, isn't it? I was so slow at everything. I couldn't work out where to save. I couldn't work out how to get to like the next thing. Like it was a nightmare for me, but equally it was good for me because then I was like, okay, well now I know where all those things are and it was a good learning curve. I've just been playing with um 6.0, like the header and the footer kind of editing that stuff it's the same experience like yeah i mean it's in it, we should say it's in beta or beta depending on how you say that <laughs> um and so that is a really important note it's it's gonna be a little bit buggy so like don't expect to just start using it and it's gonna be amazing but like it's a lot like my experience of using elementor where it's kind of <laughs> cool like it's great that it's there it's a bit confusing i couldn't work out like how to add things it was a little bit like you know oh i don't know where this thing is but equally like it's great that it's going to be there and it is going to be one of those things that if we spend a little bit of time kind of learning all these things like mike says if a client comes along and their site has been built with this new functionality you're going to be able to edit it and work with it i do think it's going to be a little bit like though um like so recently i worked on a divi site where we built it years ago and so the way we built it was with global modules so we didn't use the footer editor because the footer editor didn't exist so we used global modules in the bottom of every page but i wanted to start using the theme editor <laughs> and so then it's that question of like okay well now we have to convert it to like the new system i think a lot of sites that have been using gutenberg um, or have been using other themes, for example, it's not going to be that simple as like, oh, it's fine because now we can just use the header, header editor or now we can just use the theme editor part of it because I think there's going to be a conversion phase where a lot of websites are built yeah, they will. because yep. that wasn't there. And yep. it's not going to be that simple to just go, well, now I can work with any theme because they're actually going to need to have been built with this functionality for this functionality to be easy to quickly just use. Otherwise, you're going to have to convert it to this new functionality. So I like. Right. Uh, and also, yeah. when did Divi come out? 2013. And then when did we get the theme editor? Uh, like only a couple of years ago. Last year or the year before 2020 yeah. or 21. So that's, you know, that's a fair amount of time. 
and it was buggy years. as hell in the beginning like right and so now while, this is so it was amazing this is gutenberg coming out with all these things so we have to remember that this is also sort of infancy stage for all yeah. of these additional things and you're absolutely right i also just wanted to point out i enjoy that you call it the elementor i'm gonna start doing that i enjoyed that did I say uh, the elementor? It's like the Facebook, you know, the elementor. I don't remember I, I have, you guys, I have a site and I sent, I got it designed and I sent it to one of our devs and he built it in elementor because I didn't specify. And I'm like, Ooh. seriously? I'm like, uh -oh. I'm on Divi chat, buddy. Come on. Man. Uh -oh. Okay. Do you not know so, that I'm a Divi girl? Mac. Uh, he, he does some of the elegant themes videos. Yeah, yeah. He yes. has his own YouTube channel and he, I don't know if he still is, but he was selling courses and he had, uh, I think it was Divi university was like his brand. But at one point Divi university site was built with Elementor. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So Sorry, I did weird. get in there and I felt the same way the typing with yeah. mittens kind of like, and you just get furious because it's like, you just know what, you know what you want to do and you know exactly how you do it in Divi and you can't, but being forced to do it because I didn't want to pay to have this site rebuilt and I, whatever. Oh, and by the way, I had to go buy elementary licenses and I'll, I'll, so, <laughs> I'll tell you, I was so, now believe you me, that goes in every brief now. I mean, it's my own fault, but still. So yeah. um, I don't hate it now. Like I'm still yeah, not yeah. good at it. I'm still slow, but like once you sort of get your head around it, yeah. you know, it's just like with anything, you just got to learn yeah. it. We've just been using Divi for so long that it's just like, it's just. And in some ways, maybe but. it's not a bad experience for us to experience these things of working totally. with or working with this thing, because so many times clients, like I say to them, you'll be fine. Like it's so easy for you to edit. No worries. Right. And the amount of times <laughs> clients come back to me and go, Oh, it's just too much for me. Yeah, and yeah. I think Divi is so easy, but like when we go to do this stuff and right. it's really totally. overwhelming and we're pretty techie, like imagine for our clients who are so much less techie, even though we're showing them how to use Divi, of course it's overwhelming. We've had years to like get used to it. Yeah. And anyone who's used Elementor and then decides to try Divi, of course they think Divi's crap. Like of course they do because... We all get used to a particular way of doing things. I will say um, WordPress 6 feels a lot more similar to Elementor than it does to Divi. Hmm. So that will be an interesting um, move forward in terms of do people feel more comfortable switching between those two that, you know, it, it just will be an interesting kind of ride in terms of I think the learning curve is going to be lower for someone who has used one or the other. Yep. in that realm than they will with Divi. Um, it will yep. be really interesting to see for me that like the big questions for me, I don't really care about 6.0, but at the same time, the stuff that I do care about is like, what does this mean for Divi? So is Divi going to die? No, but what could come to Divi? That's exciting. So for me, my big bugbear this week was in the theme editor, the fact that the menu module only has three options. And then when you're in like the normal, you but get she's five not upset. options. Why do you only get three options? So you don't get full screen option and you don't get sliding mm. option when you're in the theme editor. Which are both great options. Yes. And I want them very much. <laughs> and so my designer keeps designing things that require did you, did you get a that, one Nick? or 
Did you get I that? I think, uh, <laughs> anyway, well, maybe like, Tim Streifler's going to build you a plug. <laughs> honestly, I looked at all the plugins and the problem with all the plugins for menus, this is total side tangent. Problem with all the plugins for um, menus is they use like a layout for their menu option. And I just want, want it to option. use a menu for the menu option. So anyway, side mm. side note, but what it does make me think of, the first thing I looked at was what, what menu options does it give you in 6.0? Mm -hmm. It gives you more than what Divi gives you in a theme, in the theme editor. So I'm suddenly Whoa. like, this is exciting because the things that I feel like Divi's lagging with, they will have to start to kind of think about and move forward with. And like the things that are done really well in 6.0, it's going to inspire some change and some development. And I know like the Divi team are constantly evolving and they've done heaps of new stuff since they've done the big overhaul. And But my my thing with 6.0 is like, What's coming to us? Like, what is this going to mean for us? Yeah. What's this going to mean for development? What's this a rising mean tide lifts all ships? Yeah. Right. So I'm excited from that perspective, and yeah. no, I'm not scared that Divi's going to like suddenly disappear. Like, that's not right. going to happen anytime soon. Do, it's going to. Do you guys remember what was it that? Enough. What was it that Nick was saying when he was on the show? I was about, about to quote that. Oh, good. I wondered if you would, Tim. Well, it, it, this might be what you're thinking of, but he was his big thing with Gutenberg with everyone saying, oh, what's going to happen to Divi is what's good for WordPress is going to be good for Divi. And that was yeah. what he said over and over again, because the more people that are using WordPress, the more people that are going to be like, well, wait, what else is, is out there for me to use for WordPress? You know, what what premium stuff is there? Because, um, yeah, Divi can't work without wordpress so if it's good for wordpress it's going to be good for divi but yeah divi just needs to continue innovating and being one step ahead yes um mm -hmm. and then as sarah mentioned having this stuff come into wordpress core divi's gonna to have to say okay we need to be one step ahead and it's going to push them to make yeah. a better menu module which i'm sure has been on the roadmap forever because mm -hmm. it was like the theme builder came out and it was almost like they're like oh shoot we don't have really <laughs> a menu module like we need to just create yeah. and it was like so basic and it's still basic it's and hasn't really so improved yet. terrible like i can't even tell you the one thing like so in 6.0 like one of the, the the settings is would you like it to always show the mobile menu that's like a setting that you turn on the tick like, box yeah there's like they've thought it through more so yes agree if yeah. you guys are uh listening to this instead of watching live let me just say the chat is like a whole nother show happening side by side. <laughs> the YouTube chat in particular, there's there's a ton, I mean, there are so many comments like, but we've been going so full speed ahead. I haven't even had a chance to grab them all, but there is, um, there's a lot going on. Uh, our pal Beth Livingston is riled up about goot, about the goot. So uh, <laughs> in a good way or a bad way, you never know. You never know with Beth, right? Oh, can I can I answer her, her short code uh, question? Uh, yeah, let me find it again and it's, I'll put it up. You can start talking about it. You so yeah, she said, my I'll understanding is that her. the big difference between there Elementor and Divi is that Elementor doesn't leave short codes behind if you change like Divi does. Is that right? So the answer to that is yes and no. So basically Divi's builder is based on short codes so that when you you know, add modules here and change these settings and everything. The the output from Divi is short codes, which then WordPress then translates to HTML when it does its processing, right? Now, if you change 
if you just blindly change your theme from Divi to anything else, the answer is yes, there'll be short codes, right? That you'll yeah. need to go and clean up, get rid of. Which However, the same thing happens if you have like a slider module installed and then you choose to right. disable yeah. that plugin. A yeah. short code will right. be like left. But it's not plugin. like it's just yeah. Divi. No, it's not. It's not just Divi. But here's the thing: nobody that I've seen blindly just changes a theme, right? <laughs> no. And, and I I tested it with Elementor. Is is I I had I used some of their layouts and stuff, and then I change to another uh page builder um i i don't remember if it was beaver builder gutenberg or divi or whatever to see if it magically looked great no it looked absolutely terrible so regardless yeah. whether or not it leaves short codes behind or it looks terrible you're gonna you're have changing to a redesign. Theme, you're rebuilding like you're you rebuilding just, uh... Yeah. So well, the fact that it leaves short codes yep. behind is completely irrelevant because you're going to have to rebuild anyways. So it doesn't matter if you're using Gutenberg or Element or whatever. If you change if, from one builder to another, you're rebuilding. Yeah. Even if you just use, if you, if you oh, move hi, from, Eric. You know, Eric, I, I forgot you. <laughs> if you move quiet. from like the, you know, the 2017 to 2018 theme or 2019, like the standard WordPress themes, even if you change those, you, you, you end up, your, your site is wrecked in design. So. Sure. Yes, yeah. So, so yeah. a lot of people will, will will complain about Divi because of that, but it's really a non-issue if you think about it. It's like, who cares? You're going to be rebuilding regardless. Right. I yeah. And if I you're sticking totally. with whatever was... the thing is, whether you're sticking with Elementor or you're sticking with Divi or you're sticking with Gutenberg, like if you're sticking with the same thing, it's always going to be simpler to rebuild. It is. But if you're going to switch, of course, it's going to be a pain in the ass and you're going to like restart from the beginning. But if you're sticking with the same thing, it doesn't matter which one you start with, which I feel like that's always been our message of like, just pick one thing and stick with it because firstly, it's less hassle and second, you'll get better at whatever the thing is. And we happen to spruik Divi. We happen to what? Spruik. Is that not a word you guys have? No. No. <laughs> oh, not even, not even the Brit knows it. Like Sprouk or something? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Everything I say, you guys say somewhat different way. You know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that oh, one so, at all. So Beth said if you change from a different theme, like from Elementor to a different builder or whatever, your content will still be there, which is true, but it'll still look like garbage. So whether it looks like garbage because of short codes or, or for other reasons, it's still going to require a rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. All right. oh, she's saying, though, like you're, you'll lose your content, like the text on the page. No, the text will still be there, I think, right? Is that what she's saying? Yeah, it's just it's just surrounded by it's just surrounded, surrounded by, short by short code. codes. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. And there's tools anyway. to get rid of the short codes anyway. I mean, I've never actually no. tried. I, I can't see. Oh, why Vi Vicky's to. backing you up that it exists. Yeah. Is that how you spell it? I don't know. I've only ever said it. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean though? It's like yeah. promote. Like I'm I'm kind of like advocating Ooh. for whatever. I don't know. I, didn't mean I think it's more. like, you know how, like, do, do you guys ever have people who are at the front of a shop and they've got like a little microphone and they're like, hey guys, inside we've got 20% off. And it's like, they're amazing. spruiking. They're yeah. spruiking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're like the Divi spruikers, right? We're right? the Divi spruikers. <laughs> Danny Green is not okay with this. She's <laughs> hired a spruiker. A spruiker. See? One example. I need to spruiking more. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I always say, Left and focus, or if you haven't change it, I have Spruken. to say, when 
when there's a person out the front of a shop doing that thing, I will not go near that shop. Like th- they freak <laughs> me out. <laughs> so I don't know if we should be Divi's Brookers. Uh, right, so I looked it up. It's it's Australian English specifically. It? Someone who hey. tries to persuade people to buy something, use a service, often See? in a dishonest or exaggerated way. Oh, oh, that took a turn. That did, didn't it? I don't know if I we want to be associated. We were going good, and then. Yeah. All right, you just so you just, just keep taking... your spruik into yourself, Sarah. Just I'm for sorry, the, for God. those I'm sorry. for those people that are thinking of um, trying out um, using full site editing, there is a little tip here. Um, you can use the full site editor, uh, the default sort of WordPress 2022 theme, if you just like you know, bring up a word, new WordPress site and just use that. Or you can go into appearance, themes, and um, I think it's features. And if you filter, you can filter for full site editing and you can actually add a new theme and you can see all the block-based themes that are actually um, been created. Um, and you can try try one of those as well. One you might take your fancy just to give it a try and just to try different things and to see what um, different people are doing uh, in relation to building block-based themes. Now, there is an interesting sort of debate out in the world, WordPress world. Um, I don't know if we, I'm on a WP Tonic on Fridays, a couple times a month, and then the podcast. And then I have I did uh, this week in WordPress with uh, WP Builds a couple weeks ago too. So I've been like sort of getting more into the wordpress knowledge sphere. she's cheating yeah we, we got that uh too, yeah. says the guy who has listed like 17 <laughs> podcasts that he's on <laughs> the beginning of the show um so anyway yeah it what was i gonna say oh i know what it was and beth actually mentioned this sort of earlier on too like the question is why why are we doing this right like who who are they building this stuff for? It's really coming into more of a no-code yes, solution yep. for website mm-hmm. builds. You're being yep. able to build a lot of stuff, if not on the front end directly, then in this like sort of GUI interface where it looks like what it's going to look like for the most part. Like we've had with Divi for Weeks. a while and things like that. But right. But so if WordPress is going down this road, who who are they doing this for? And the the argument is this that like is it for developers well do developers need all of these easy peasy tools theoretically no you consider developer right 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 but like if you're thinking of like actual developers coders yeah coders right like geeks yeah should you need to have this like just drag and drop everything kind of interface but then if you're talking like okay well so maybe it's for the end user but is it because it's still never going to be Wix oh, or Squarespace. So the problem, with, the problem with that is that you end up in the situation where how many sites. So what you could do is you could take take one of your existing websites that you've got and you could say, let's see if I can build this with a full site editor. And mm-hmm. even if you take your simplest brochure site, there'll still be a level of complexity in there that at this moment in time, if you tried doing it in the full site editor, you probably hit a point and go, actually no this is this isn't this isn't working this isn't working for me but the the point being that at some stage you'll probably be able to do to to do all of these things maybe but i always think that there's a 
there's so many extensions that we get asked for so many different things we get asked for by clients that at this moment in time um i wouldn't have the confidence to be able to go in and go right okay i'm i'm, I'm doing this using the foresight editor or i'm i think doing if you this. were a developer though potentially you would um so like i think because they can make their own blocks so you know they can just build their own blocks to add into a website so if you were a developer what, using I think ACF, yeah yeah this could be like yeah. a really exciting step forward because it gives the advantage where a client can then edit bits and pieces themselves without it having to be all code but they can still build their own code things but i think for most of us who can't just build our own blocks it's still going to have a lot of gaps in the market where you either need a plug in or um like it just isn't a fit solution potentially well, that's the, but that's it'll the nice get there thing, though yeah yeah it's a nice be. thing though to, to to be able to build a site with the least amount of plugins on it isn't it Absolutely. that's a really that's a really satisfying feeling for us where we go oh i've only used this amount of plugins as yeah. opposed right to... which it, it's it's like what you what we consider plugins it's at the end of the day it's code so whether it's like yeah. code added with plugins yeah. or it's That's code right. added into core or into the yeah. you know the main theme or you know whatever yeah. but it, it, I, I i know what you mean mike it's like oh it's like i was able to do all of this with just just this one tool it's like okay yeah. well this one tool like try to not offend our delicate plugin 30. developer he's very sensitive <laughs> I'm well it's funny for... it's I've funny though when you it. look up a Sometimes when you look up a tutorial, it'll be like, if you just add this six lines of code into your function file, it'll do this thing. Or yes. you can download this plugin. And it's like huh? the plugin does exactly the same thing. But for some people, they feel more comfortable installing a plugin than they do putting the six lines of code in their function file. So like, but essentially they're the same thing. So yeah, I guess. Anyway, that's probably a complete side. Guys, topic. Ken Brayton is asking, so is WordPress spruiking FSE and Gutenberg? <laughs> I think they are, but I don't know if it's the dishonest way. Also, just for the heck of it, we now know that Danny Green <laughs> bought a cat from a spruiker, which is a sentence I would have never known that I could hear. Like, I didn't even know that could be a, That's a new sentence that you just created. <laughs> It did. It really did, Eric. That was that made it worth it for sure. So, uh, also just to clarify, there was a um, there was a question. I believe also from Beth. I told you she was on fire in the chat. Um, probably. So. Uh, it's lots of capital letters. Just to <laughs> have multi sentence comments and things like that. Yeah, she just said that. Um, Oh gosh, no, it's so hard to find it. There's so many, this seriously, this chat is on fire tonight. You guys are awesome. While I'm scrolling, hey, whatever you're listening on, why don't you go ahead and hit that like button guys? Because right now the chat is like 50% uh, I'm not yelling. Editing, and then 50% on spruiking. Spruker. Yeah. <laughs> I started something I didn't mean to. Anyway, Gutenberg is the whole project, the whole WordPress project for all yeah. of the stuff that is the blocks and everything. Mm -hmm. The full site editing is the bit that is replacing the theme customizer that is allowing you to use the blocks in header, footer, and replacing widgets. Yeah, and, and I think like- In case I the, misspoke earlier. Like the the question of who is this for, <laughs> I think- I'm not yelling, <laughs> all in caps. <laughs> I think in order to understand who this is for, it helps to kind of think about the evolution of WordPress themes in general, right? Like it used to be 
and I, I think the original design for WordPress themes was more of a a skin, right? Yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. if you think of like WordPress starting as a blogging platform, you 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 would blog and you have content, and then yeah. a WordPress theme would just was what it was the the basic styling, right? It was just styling. Yeah. It was okay. You have you know this look and feel, and then and back in the day, you could blindly change themes without having yeah. to rebuild your site. But now as everything's gotten so much more complex and there's so much more functionality built into themes than just your basic styling, now it's like you can't do that. And so Gutenberg came along and is now saying, okay, rather than having themes with all this extra functionality, we're going to standardize the functionality and make it all Gutenberg blocks so that you can hopefully get back to the days of being able to switch your theme blindly. And because all of these themes are using blocks, then you can do that and everything will make sense. So then your theme might have a couple custom blocks, but then it's mostly just kind of the styling and stuff. Um, however, the down, like, I think the, the, the piece that makes that not really work is the fact that so many people are still using Divi and Elementor and Beaver Builder and all these other page builders. So like at the end of the day, it's still not going to be a unified experience compared to like Wix, which Wix only has the yeah. Wix builder. There's no third-party builders because yeah. there's no third-party ecosystem. So, yeah. So has anybody built a website recently other than using Divi? No. No, she says, no, how very dare you. So, like, why would you? Like, I, I just, it's that same thing of like, even if something out there is slightly better than Divi, I ain't got time for that. I'm fast yeah. with Divi. I know where everything is. Like, yeah. I know all of the supporting plugins that will help me achieve the things that I want to, want to achieve. Like, everything works with Divi. Like, you know, with this um, course that I did, like, it works with Divi. Like, it's already kind of set up so, and ready yeah. to go. Like, why it's would really, you spend time with Here's something? an interesting comment from Nancy. She says she uses Gutenberg for adding posts. Yeah. So using the theme builder to style the posts. So that's maybe like a hybrid option. Wait, so you're I'm using really the Divi theme builder. Yeah, you're using the Divi theme builder to style it. And then you're just putting the content it. into the blocks so you can still, which is kind of a cool option because then you, you do have sort of a hybrid because if you just do this with classic editor, it's a text block and that yeah. is all. Yeah. But right. it's and it's really ugly and clients want to be able to add images into their yeah. blog posts. So I've had this debate many, many times and I'm interested to hear like the technical side of the way you actually achieve this because when I've tried to achieve this, it hasn't gone great. But so when you install Divi, normally you turn on use classic editor, right? So in this case, you would not turn on classic editor. But then the, the issue that I have is every time you go to a page, it forces you into the front end editor and that experience isn't always fluid with Divi. So like it causes me issues then when I'm trying to edit pages. And so that's the bit that I have always come across a stumbling block, but I think it's a great option because I think for clients, the block editor or Gutenberg is actually quite intuitive for people who've never used anything before. It's yes, way it more is. intuitive than Divi, to be honest. Yeah. So, so that is the downside, Sarah, is if you're using Gutenberg with Divi, you don't, you, there is no back end Divi builder. Yeah. There's only the front end visual builder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, which I'm I the same way. I think has some bugs. I still prefer the back end visual builder. That's like Me my too. go to. Um, so yeah, that, that is the downside. Um, however, 
is there a way uh no never mind i was gonna say i wonder if there's a way i mean i'm sure someone check on the ceiling check on the ceiling it might be up there where it's it's classic editor on uh on pages and then and then yeah Yeah, yeah. gutenberg's just on posts um yeah yeah there might be some sort of like you know thing you could put in your function file or something like that but i have come across this a few times and i've thought it would be great because i often with my clients just let them use the like classic editor for their blog posts because for those ones who are not technically savvy because often they just want to put text and an image and then it's not a big deal but it'd be great to be able to make it work a bit better Yep. Yeah. Ken says, if you're a casual user, Ken Brayton, sorry, if you're a casual user, Gutenberg seems easier to use. If you want to get mm-hmm. work done, forget it. Yeah. Basically summing up what we've been saying. Yeah, here. I think for our, our customer base, like our clients who've never used anything like this before, I think Gutenberg is quite intuitive. Yeah. And I think if, if you like separate like website building and content creation, yeah. then Gutenberg is really good at that content creation bit because you're you're able to do more than just like with the classic editor, which is just a text box. Mm-hmm. Um, but as Ken mentioned, if you really want to like get worked on building a site, like you can do so much more with with a page builder like Divi. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah I kind of like I'm, what um, what Nancy was saying, where she builds a site in Divi, but then she sets up Gutenberg for the for the client to use for the yeah. post, but she styles everything in the theme builder, and I feel like that's a really good hybrid solution. Yeah. I do you feel like that works really well for a client who's just writing blog posts? But if you totally. had a client who was writing blog posts and needing to edit content on pages, you would never go down that track because then they have to learn two systems. Totally, which, yeah. You know, yeah. wouldn't work. Yeah. So really, that's just if if all they do is write blog posts or at events or whatever can be, you know, in that same world. But as soon as then they need to edit content on a website as well, then I think it's, you know, too much. I agree. Now um, we are coming up on the top of the hour pretty soon. Here we got about ten fifteen minutes to go. I wanted to take a minute for us to address um, the the more technical issue of a new WordPress release just came out today and it is a full point update, even though it doesn't have a ton of new features and stuff like that. Um, Would any of you guys like to sort of touch on that? Just remind everybody some pointers and tips for safely doing that. Eric, do you have anything? You've been a little bit quiet today. You've got. uh... uh, It's good. Um, Yeah, I I think because somebody was asking um, earlier up in, you know, about you know so what does this mean for updating sites and stuff like this and and i think we would all agree that we kind of have the same process right now i I wouldn't go up and update any live sites uh to this you know don't have the automatic updates turned on um and let it sit there there's nothing critical there that requires this to update right away let them get to you know through a couple 6.0 numbers um, and then you can, um, but again, do it on staging, make sure you have backups, uh, and just come up with a, a process like that for yourself. And that's what you do. Mm. I think, I think what Tim said earlier, actually about, um, usually because we use Divi the majority of the time, but when you're looking at, uh, WordPress, you know, uh, any kind of WordPress update, you think, okay, this is potentially not going to affect me. Um, but you may, you know, you may 
be somebody that builds sites in Divi, or you might use, uh, you might start have started to use Gutenberg, maybe on a couple of sites, just to to have that experience and to to have that feel. Um, and this will affect it because um, there are a number of new things in this uh, in this release. Things like they're even putting in flex-based rows and stuff like that into um, into core WordPress now. So these things can affect what you're building if you're in the middle of a build. So going back to Stephanie's point about how to be careful and what to do, back up if you're going to do anything, but don't do it on a major client site. Don't give yourself the headache of, of having to go back. Um, just just get an understanding of the effect of what's happening at core um, uh, and do it on staging, whatever, but don't do it on live until you're 100% certain that that's not going to affect your live websites. And it's always this thing, whenever there's a new there's a new WordPress release coming out, we're, we're all in like, it's, it's the same with Divi, isn't it? When there's a new, new version of Divi, any major version of Divi coming out, we're like, oh, here we go. Well, here comes the roller coaster ride, <laughs> um, and 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 I, and I imagine for Tim, who's you know in the the, the plugin and theme builder uh, universe, that for him it's like getting an early sight of what's going on is really important for him, so that he can be ready for um, that release, so that it doesn't affect all of his plugins, and you know that's a that's a that's a big one for you, Tim, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and uh, thankfully, if it like if you build your plugins and your themes and stuff on like WordPress standards and everything, or and yeah. then like the way that Divi recommends stuff, th those updates don't typically break stuff. However, those things update, then conflicts with other things happen too, and so yeah. uh, that's usually where the issues are. Is it's like a you know, a three-way conflict, you know, with another yeah. thing, but it happens plus because P of the PHP. update. Yeah. yeah. So if you get like a, a PHP upgrades and everybody's now, you know, right. gone are the days of 5.6, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's Seriously. some still out there, but you know, we're now uh, deprecating 7.2, 7.3, 7.4. Uh, and so I've been looking, you know, very much at making sure a lot of my sites are on eight as, as yeah. a minimum and that's another thing for for developers uh, plugin developers to be looking at so there's there's always this next you know we're always this is one of the reason we we advocate maintenance because what ends up happening is you go back to old client sites and they are un unupgradable because they yeah. uh, haven't stayed with the times so so the important things to know with WordPress updates, like the reason we're saying hold off is partly because there's probably some bugs inside WordPress and so they can like tweak that out. Partly because like Tim says, there can be conflicts with maybe with Divi or conflicts maybe with plugins. And so by giving it some time, what you're giving, like it's not then like, oh, let's just wait and then update WordPress, but not update anything else. Like some of it is about, okay, well now you need to make sure you're updating everything at the same time, because it could be that Divi has had to change some code so that it works better with the new version of WordPress. And like some of your Therefore, some of your plugins need to be updated so they work with the changes that Divi made that have been made because of the changes that WordPress made. And so they all work interchangeably. So by giving time, you're giving all of these developers around the world time to work out, well, what changes, tweaks do we have to make to make sure that yeah. we're all working together okay? So you're just giving yeah. a little bit of space. Um, often what happens when a new version of WordPress comes out 
is a security release comes out. And that part is really important to take note of what's the security um, update about. So often there will be a security um, update that comes out when a new version, like say 6.1 comes out and they say, this is a security release because 6.0 has some like cross-site scripting or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, if you're point. on 5.9, you don't have to update to 6.0.1 because you weren't on 6 that was insecure. So just kind of like don't freak yourself out if a security release comes out for 6.0.1 and you're on 5.9. Like just make sure you kind of look at that and assess it and go, okay, well, it's not for the version I'm on. If it comes out for 5.9, you have to get your act into gear and actually get updated. But often I find these security releases come out and it's because 6.0 has new code in it and someone discovers in that new code there was a bug. But if you don't have the new code, you don't need to worry about that just yet. So, you know, sometimes there's kind of a bit of assessing and and that's, again, why we say maintenance is important because we are smart enough, we understand it enough to work out, well, does this mean I have to update this or does it mean, no, in fact, I should hold off on updating because let's let them get their security crap in order and then let's <laughs> update after that. I think, you know. Yeah. We need to be patient enough to work out when is the time to update. And that's part of what our skill is about, right? Yeah. So I've got another question. On the uh, on your Divi sites, do you ever lock your content? What do you mean? So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so if you're passing over to a client, do you ever put the uh, modules into lock mode so that there's no I never have. I forgot about that feature, in fact. Yeah, yes, well. but it's only generally if I have some sort of function code built in using the code module. Almost exclusively, yeah. it's for yeah. the code module because, yeah. or if it's for a global module that I know that they're yeah. going to stuff up and kill yeah. something on the site. And so it's only for those ones, or if it's a client that I feel like they're going to start tweaking around and I'm not confident. They're yeah. the only so, I do. so on the back of that, and and I and I, I think that's been on there for for so long uh, within Divi. This has just been introduced with Gutenberg, uh, with blocks. You can lock your blocks. <laughs> nice. So again, this stops people making inadvertent changes to to their website. It even so stops that... you from doing it. Like it's not yeah. even just for a client. Oh, I've done it. It's yeah. it's a little bit like when you're working in Illustrator or InDesign. Sometimes you lock a layer, and the reason you do that is because you don't want to accidentally shift something, and then mm -hmm. it completely does something you didn't expect to do. So you can use it for yourself as well. Yeah. Totally yeah. true. Absolutely. Now there is also some uh, chatter in the chat that is talking about things like cadence and stuff like that that are uh, third-party things for third-party creators of blocks. So it's yeah. it all just gets very <laughs> it's all layered yeah. and complicated, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, you Christian have to, is um... one that's been using the what does he use? Oh no, you're Christian's using oxygen. I think he said. Right. Yeah. And yeah. uh shoot, who is it? The chat is flying tonight. I keep losing. There's going to be tons of new creators okay. coming along. Like it's a little bit like Divi having like heaps of third-party plugins that come along to support Divi. There's going to be tons and it makes sense. There'll be tons of new creators who are creating things to go alongside all this Gutenberg stuff. And yeah. maybe yeah. at some point 
Ah, John Mara. Maybe you won't need something like Divi or Elementor. Yeah. Yeah. The um, So John Mara is talking about the core blocks are like the dashboard of an old VW Beetle. Very basic. And then yeah. when you use third-party blocks, which would be like your cadence, and I can't remember the names of the other ones now, um, yeah. the buttons and knobs are in the same place, only there are more buttons and knobs. So yeah. there's... So uh, if you anybody is a VW aficionado, you and John, which is the same for Divi, right? Together. Like you can do a lot with Divi, but if you build a, a website out of the box with all Divi in its native settings, it looks like a really ugly Divi website. Like it just does. And yep. so, as soon as you start to tweak with the settings, or as soon as you use a third-party plugin to make it look a little bit better, then it makes a really big difference. So this is the thing. This is the, this is the great thing about having all of this variety in our ecosystem, isn't it? It's just fantastic to have all these different options open mm. to us and things to try. So I've built sites with Cadence uh, using Cadence blocks, but I still build sites with Divi as well. So it's mm -hmm. it, it, for me, it's just like a a, a really nice um, way of uh, getting into core WordPress using um so different types of blocks and different types of things just to see how it feels and how and whether it would be something that i would ever use uh on a on a client site um and uh whilst i completely appreciate what sarah was saying earlier about you know when you're when you're in a situation where you know you need to knock sites out and she's had sites going live this week she's, <laughs> she's in gone into support mode <laughs> but you know when yeah. you're when you're trying to to uh continue your own growth i think it's important to uh to be able to try these things i know um uh in the admin bar kyle van dusen who um we've had on the show uh, not that long ago um he tried to, he did a whole um episode on using generate press and generate press blocks and cadence blocks <laughs> generate <laughs> press that's the other one yeah that's it yeah and uh, and he's a big fan of that and yet before he was a big Elementor fan and then he went and started using oxygen and uh and so we've all trying these these different things but the bottom line is that you know for for your own business um you've got to do it comes back to your standard operating procedures again doesn't it you know repeatable things that are going to make you make you money but um, also got... like if you're maintaining these websites yeah. If you're using five different things to build them and then you have to go back and fix something, like when you're building it, you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to remember how to do this. But three <laughs> months down the track, I guarantee you will not remember how no, you, you won't. built that thing. No, that's and so true. by just choosing one thing, you're saving yeah. yourself, your future self, a whole bunch of time because it continues to stay fresh and understandable yeah. and easy to use. Yeah, or yeah I, get... I highly agree. No, go ahead. Tim. Sorry, go ahead, Eric. I would say, or if you get to the point where you start to to scale up and you like, there's just no way. I mean, we have almost 300 sites. You know, you know, I ha I have to start bringing on a team to manage things. You know, and, and I don't. It's it's it would be a lot harder to find somebody to bring on to do you know tech support if they if I needed somebody that knew all of these different things. Yeah. Um, and so for right now, I'm still going to stick with Divi, not because I think Divi is, is the, the better or the, the best option or anything like that. It's I can provide the best quality product right now to our clients, um, yeah. using Divi. 
And so that's why we're going to keep using. I'd rather spend my time and have my team spend their time on keeping up on what provides better, you know, conversion, you know, the, yeah. the UX, the UI, you know, uh, best practices for copy and, and overall design, um, you know, colors and, and things like that. Because at the end of the day, our clients' websites need to work for them um, or we're, you know, it doesn't matter what tool we use. So that's yeah. kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with, with both Sarah and Eric on that. Because I feel like when you're bouncing around to different builders and, and, and themes and blocks and whatever, it's more, it's like shiny object syndrome and FOMO, where it's like you have the fear of missing out mm -hmm. on like what yep. you see other people using and talking about and loving, mm -hmm. which again, they're probably great. Like Eric mentioned, like Divi doesn't necessarily, you know, just because we use it, isn't necessarily the absolute best. I personally think it is, but <laughs> I, I also, I stick with it because yeah. of, of, of the points that Sarah and Eric made. Um, because at the end of the day, like if you switch you know, if you, if you think, you know, that like using Gutenberg and, and cadence blocks is better, is it really going to make a better website than if you stuck with what you knew, or is it really going to make you that much more efficient in the long no. run? Like, and, and yeah. there was days where like Divi didn't have the theme builder and people were jumping ship because they wanted yeah. the theme builder. And I get that it's now finally here. So props to all of us who stuck it out through the 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 dry days and there are many moments point. right where divvy's ahead of the game and then there's moments where divvy's behind the game and then there's moments right. where divvy's ahead of the game and it's like well at some point all of the tools are going to be behind the game and at some point all the tools are going to be slightly ahead of the game and you know like yeah. it's just kind of it doesn't really matter when it comes out in the wash it's and i think this was the point nick was making wasn't it when we had him on the show and he said the thing is he said divvy was built you know they started building it in 2010 2011 um and he said this is a, a theme that's sort of 10 years old he said that these other guys have been going a lot lot less uh, and so they've come in at a, diff a completely different um uh, timeline so that yeah. means that they're, they're, they're able to take advantage of a lot of the things that they weren't able to take advantage of at the beginning of divvy but of course what's happened with divvy it's just got you know, they, they had to make some fundamental changes in, in order just to get to the point where we got that latest release where um, they were using, you know, uh, dynamic CSS. And, yeah. and you know, that was a that was a big change for for elegant themes. And I am really looking forward to, to Divi, Divi version five because I'm fascinated to see what they've what they've done with it. Because I think it's going to be um, it's going to be exciting. Module, exciting. menu module, <laughs> and, and Sarah's menu module. Yeah, and and I am excited for them to get away from the short codes, not because I think that there's really issues there, but because I'm so sick of people using <laughs> yeah. that as a reason for why yeah. it's not good. It's like just bash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, they can't. And and I think David made a point also in the chat, and it, and this is something you, you don't forget. Divi's lifetime access makes all the others. I mean, in his, in, in, in David's view, not even worth looking at. But I understand what David's point is. There, he's basically, you know, he's you, you go and buy a lot of these others. They're looking to for you to. I don't think you read that very year. clearly for the folks just listening. It said. Uh, Sorry. Yes, David's lifetime Divi's, access oh, makes Divi's. all the others not even worth looking at. So, 
David's point being that you buy Divi, they, they're not using a subscription model. You buy it, you can put it on as many sites as you it want. It is crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. And and there's that's still unique um, because everybody else is uh, insisting that you buy it uh, on a yearly basis. I mean, there are some lifetime deals in some of these other products, but they are nowhere near the, the value uh, that you get from Divi when you buy that. Um, from yeah American I was working point. on an elemental site recently like we just maintain mm. the site and yeah a whole bunch of stuff needed updating and it was amazing how many products needed yeah. license codes like yeah someone had obviously built it with all their license codes and then dropped all the license codes off and yeah there was a lot of them like a lot 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 and the client forked out a heap of money to like get all of the licenses so they could actually update the website it was a big deal mm. guys I can't believe it I just looked at the clock and it was, we had 10 minutes and now it's gone. It's back to seven after again, just like that. If you all would like to continue the conversation, please feel free to do so over on our Facebook page uh, underneath this video where it was playing live. Feel free to try out some new uses of the word spruker if you want. I mean, that seems like a very hot topic in the chat tonight. So, um, and then uh, one last thing before I go, uh, well, two last things. One is please, please, Give us a thumbs up, shoot us a review, tell us how you how much you love us. It'll mean so much. And secondly, uh, if you guys have not already done so, please go register for the Page Builder Summit, which is coming up June 20th, June 20th through the 24th, I believe. Yeah, 20 to 24. Uh, so it's in just under a month away. And your Divi chat crew is going to be speaking. We're going to be doing a, a panel discussion. I think we're the only panel discussion. On the speaker page, it shows just my photo, but that's just because I'm the favorite. Everybody knows that, right? But um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about how to build a business around Divi because we each have different sort of angles and ways that we've approached it and things like that. So, But we all have our businesses pretty heavily centered on this amazing theme and page builder that we all love. So uh, don't forget to register for that. Come check out. There's also a ton of other great talks. There's in the lineup, there's a lot of cool stuff on um, full site editing Gutenberg and other ways to make the most of. You have to show the, the second last comment before we go. Vicky just said my ex-husband was a spruiker. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the reason that he's your ex-husband? <laughs> That's awesome. uh, so good. On that note, have a great week, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next Tuesday or Wednesday. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.